2: 1050 a.m. with free audio and video streaming and podcasting included. See kcaaradio.com or call 281-599-9800
1: for details. InfoTrack is the weekly show with information you should know. Hi, everybody. This is Chris Whitting, inviting you to join me each week for InfoTrack.
3: Sundays at 6 a.m.
1: Right here on CNBC KCAA, 1050 a.m., the station that leaves no listener behind.
2: You're on board KCAA's Inland Talk Express. KCAA, Loma Linda, 1050 a.m., the station that leaves no listener behind.
1: From the Bureau of Economic Geology, this is EarthDate. You've probably used GPS today in ways you don't even know about. Of course, your smartphone is a miracle of GPS navigation. It receives data from a network of 31 satellites orbiting 12,000 miles above us. At least four of them are visible from any place on Earth at any time. It uses that data to pinpoint your location to within 10 feet, it's pretty amazing. But there are many other ways that GPS impacts our lives. It helps airline pilots and ship captains stay on course. It helps taxis find their fares and military missions find their targets. And it plays important roles in bank transactions and power grids. In fact, because the GPS satellite network is even more stable than the shifting surface of the planet, scientists now use it to track continental plate movements. It shows that Australia moves as fast as fingernails grow, about three inches a year, while Hawaii holds the record, moving toward Japan at four inches a year. Geodetic surveys correct GPS coordinates for the shifting Earth and send updates to our devices on demand. And the whole thing is about to get more precise. The next generation of GPS will use both satellite and ground stations to be accurate to within one inch. We'll need it, as future technologies like driverless cars, delivery drones, and things we can't even yet imagine rely on GPS for increasing precision. I'm Scott Tinker, located precisely in Austin, and thanks for listening.
0: EarthDate is produced by the Bureau of Economic Geology at the University of Texas at Austin. EarthDate is researched by Julie Hennings, written by Harry Lynch, and distributed by Mark Blunt and Casey Walker. For more stories... Follow us on Facebook or visit
4: EarthDate.org.
5: Why are you listening to this radio station? Why? When you can host your own radio show. You're listening, and you think you can do better? You have a message or a product you want everyone to know about. Host your own radio show. Team up with the area's best radio professionals and let them make you sound like you should be on NBC. KCAA NBC Radio, that is. KCAA produces more than 50 local programs each week on subjects ranging from business and sports to political talk, vegan diets, or even marijuana-related issues. We don't just broadcast on the radio. We broadcast to the world online on tv on social media on facebook you'll be all over imagine what your friends will say and kcaa reaches over 5 million people on three radio stations join the staff on 1050 am 102.3 fm and 106.5 fm nbc radio jump on the kcaa express call 909-793-1065 that's 909-793-1065 and get ready to transmit
4: I'm finally getting my abs back thanks to TC1 gel. I gained some inches around the belly last year and the holidays didn't help either. But then I discovered TC1 gel and now 2019 is the year of my abs returning. TC1 gel is a thermogenic gel that you rub on your waist 15 minutes before exercising. Then simply put on the TC1 sweat belt and start your workout. You'll sweat like crazy and feel the burn. It focuses on boosting circulation, increasing perspiration, activates body heat, reduces muscle fatigue and burns off more calories. Get your TC1 gel now. Go to TC1gel.com and use the code radio30 for a 30% discount on this amazing product. Again, radio30 is a code for 30% off the regular low price of TC1 gel. You can also go to www.tc followed by the numeral 1 gel.com. That's tc1gel.com. TC1Gel.com. Get rid of a few inches and get your abs back with TC1Gel. Also, follow them on Instagram. Handle TC1Gel.
6: Bob Vila here with my home improvement tip of the day. If you're planning to cut plywood, here are a few points to keep in mind. Cutting plywood usually creates a splintered edge on one side of the sheet. That's no big deal if your project requires only one side of the sheet to be splinter free. Which side the splinters will be on depends on the type of saw you're using to make the cut. Generally speaking, radial arm saws and table saws produce splinters on the top side of the sheet, while saber saws and circular saws splinter the wood on the bottom. If your choice of tools is a muscle-powered hand saw, expect splinters on the top. But what if you need both sides of the sheet to be free of splinters? Your best bet is to use the sharpest, stiffest knife you can find to make deep scores on both sides of the wood along the lines of the intended cuts. As always, with power tools, make sure you don protective glasses and gloves before you start your cuts. Get more info at BobVila.com and right here at home with me, Bob Vila. Did you know here at KCAA
7: 1050 AM, that we developed an app for all your Android devices. We're talking about your smartphone, your tablets, you name it. You have an Android format, you can
2: take KCAA with you everywhere you go. We're talking about our audio stream, our video stream, and even our podcast. Go to KCAAExpress.com That's KCAAExpress.com KCAAExpress.com here at the Del Wansley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the help begins, tune in Monday through Friday at 11 a.m. I'll show you how you can retire in five years or less right here on KCAA, 1050 a.m., 102.3 f.m. and 106.5 f.m. Miss one of your favorite shows? Don't worry, we've got your radio DVR right here on KCAAradio.com. Log on and listen to any show you want, anytime you want, on KCAA, 1050 a.m.
4: You're listening to an encore presentation of this program, KCAA, the Inland Talk Express. You
5: just entered the gotcha zone. Ilawn up to the start line and get ready to race with your host, Joe Britt. It's time for gotcha racing, live on KCAA 1050. Ladies and gentlemen, start your engines and get ready for an action-packed, fun-filled
3: hour of everything a motorhead ever loved or lived. Gotcha Racing with Joe Britt. Welcome to Gotcha Racing. This is Joe Britt. Woo dogging. Welcome to another edition of Gotcha Racing uh, with your host. Who are your hosts here? <laughs> I am your host, man. This is Joe Britt coming to you loud, clear, and strong from the desert to the sea. And we're broadcasting on the powerful, powerful, powerful KCAA Talk Radio. And uh, we are broadcasting currently on uh, three different stations. Like we're top dogs, 106.5 FM, 102.3 FM, and that old favorite that just won't die. That's 10:50 AM. That's been around for about 14 years, and this is a new time slot for us here uh, at the at the at the station at HQ. Hold on a minute. I want to get some, some papers here. Okay, it's a new time slot. You know, we have been all over the map in the past four years. We have been on at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. We have been on at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. We have been on at 10 o'clock in the morning. We have been on at 11. We've been on 11 for about a year and a half now. And um, now we are at 12 (laughs) o'clock. It's going to take some adjusting, but nevertheless, you know, we like to rock and roll. We just uh, do what we have to do. But first, let me uh, digress a little bit and give you my open. Hey, I come to you, a humble man. A humble man that is a reflection of God's grace and greatness. A humble man that is standing on the shoulders of ancestors. Hello, America. Look alive, California. Wake up, San Bernardino. Stand up and be counted, Inland Empire, for this is your host, Joe Britt, coming to you loud, clear, and strong, from the desert to the sea, broadcasting on the powerful, like, as I said, 1050. A-M-K-C-A-A, which is a NBC affiliate. So what happens? So what happens, Joe, when we call in? Let me tell you how the station is set up. Three different stations, as I said before, okay? So what happens is that goes in, uh, audio. uh, we, we We have a studio in Rialto, and we call it Studio B and we were broadcasting and we will be broadcasting again uh, from the studio going right to HQ, which is here uh, in Redlands. And what happens is that goes over the air three stations and then uh, NBC and with KCAA, they stream the video portion over to 190 countries. Now, how can I see the video stream, Joe? Well, here it is, very easy. Um, you got a dumb phone, you got a smartphone, you got a phone that can get uh, uh, video, you got a phone that has the internet, go to kcaa com, and uh, we should be right there, okay? <coughs> and that goes for you around the world, too. Uh, if you're listening, and nine times out of ten you are listening to our great broadcast, and you'd be on the internet, and that's kcaa radio.com and you can see me in live and in living color and bringing this great broadcast that we've developed to you right to your eyeballs into your ears okay you know this week or this month last month and this week <laughs> that's been extremely busy for us I mean extremely not only with the the uh, the date change or the hour change but um, we have been at SEma Had a crew at the SEMA show that we'll be uh, talking with some of the crew coming up uh, pretty soon uh, this hour. And uh, I tell you, we have some fantastic interviews, fantastic interviews that you're just going to have to stick around and see and hear. Okay. Uh, Yesterday, was it yesterday? Yeah, yesterday we were at the. in Pomona at the Winter Nationals. Uh, that's the NHRA for you. some of you guys who don't know what the Hot Rod Association uh, is all about. Dragster speed, 100 or ele- no, 10 or 11,000 horsepower going, a- going down a quarter of a mile track at 3.3 seconds. And I tell you, that speed will pretty much lift your hair off off your head. If you got a toupee, <laughs> you leave it at home. But um, there is n- there is nothing as exciting as watching uh, that kind of money and that kind of technology going in a straight line for 3.3 seconds, you know? I mean, close your eyes, 3.3 seconds, and they're done, right? Um, the volume of air that comes from um, the exhaust hits the um, the spectators. And I tell you, it's so much um, so much pressure from the start line, if you there close, it really makes your heart uh, go f- a lot faster. And uh, I, I tell you it's 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 exhilarating, you know, and that the nitrous smell, oh it's <laughs> You'd have to be a racer to understand what I'm talking about. A lot of guys out there um, that are listening, hopefully, you know what I'm talking about. But I tell you, um, 3.3 seconds and the loud is ext- the noise is extremely loud. It's really loud. You can't hear yourself. Um, you can't even hear yourself think it's that loud. But I tell you, without earplugs on, uh, you could damage your eardrum. And um, that's not good. But nevertheless, that's pure racing and it's raw sport. The only thing um then uh, here I am being the devil the, the devil's advocate um it's gotten very expensive to race man you know it's, uh, it 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 has it's, it's gotten very expensive to race and if you don't have deep pockets or some type of a uh, some guy sponsorship that uh, really loves you um you you you're basically doing street racing you know um and on local tracks. But when it comes to uh, the big ticket, and this is the big show, I tell ya, you, you got to have some major dollars behind you. Why is that? Well, you know, for one thing, there's a crew behind that. Yeah, you could be the driver, and maybe you could be some of the, the designer, a designer and engineer, but it takes a crew and a team. You cannot do it by yourself. I've seen them take apart motors uh, and put motors back together for, for racing in 45 minutes you hear what i'm talking about you can't do that alone and you know uh, with that there's a price tag for that everybody wants to be paid Anyone, and, and they want to be paid premium and uh, volunteers you might find one or two volunteers that uh, are trying to get it under their belt so they can shop themselves out and go to a another team and see if they can get paid but But that's on that end, okay? You have transportation, you have insurances, uh, you have parts, you have tires, you have uh, octane that I tell you it's 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 off the chain. And um uh that's no joke. That's that's a real deal. That's a real deal and you have to I'm telling you folks, it was a time where um you could uh you could race and you can race uh say balls out and and end up on uh, at the big show. But those days have come and gone and corporate uh sponsorship and corporate has gotten involved in it. And um, there's a lot of good racers out there, but they cannot and they will not get to that start line without major dollars behind it, behind them. So, but anyway, uh, today is extremely warm today outside, and I'm wondering what the track is going to be like, Um, because it is warm outside. It's probably about, what, 85 Joe today? Oh, and oh, by the way, and we're back with the guy that we started with uh, years ago. And that's uh, my homeboy, <laughs> Joe. And uh, he's a top notch uh, engineer. So if you screw up, I'm going to talk about you, man. But ne- nevertheless, um, it's going to be a hot day today. And uh, we'll be at the track tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow's the finals. And all the guys are what they're doing now since uh, yesterday, they're qualifying, you know. And they're trying to get to that top six or that top three. Not top six, not what, top six or top seven or top eight. And and they want to be number one in whatever category. It could be uh, bikes, it could be funny cars, it could be drag racing, um, uh, the uh, top fuel. You know, it's it's no joke. And I tell you, tomorrow the crowd comes out. Um, we've been doing this for a while, and we'd like to be in the center of everything. So uh, we bring it to you uh, i always say we bring it to you hot and live uh, like the baker does on any given sunday morning but uh, when you do see see the and hear the interviews that we have taken uh, from yesterday at the media days uh, they gave us an opportunity to uh, talk one-on-one with the top drivers and the teams and we were in pomona yesterday meeting we uh, our camera crew and myself uh, and we had some great interviews yesterday and we didn't get a chance, of course, to edit it down and get the sound right. And I will not, hear me out, I will not bring any to you anything to you that's half done, okay? If the audio's not right, uh, it won't get on the air. If the video's not right, it won't get on the air. So we have to edit all of that, even from SEMA. We got a lot of great stuff from SEMA. met a lot of people from the SEMA show, guys from Hawaii that had fantastic bikes, On a fantastic truck, you know, Uh, some racers that we interviewed at SEMA, Uh, some young kids, 19, that, you know, I call him Daddy Warbucks because his his pops helped him with uh, putting this Datsun together, which you will see. A uh, Fair Lady uh, 240Z Datsun that uh, he brought it up to um, uh, 2018 specs, and I tell you, it's really nice, really, really nice, and I had to give the kid props on that. Uh, for the ideas he came up with uh, you look at the car and it it looks like it's 2018 instead of a 76 right and it takes a lot of money about $150,000 to do that but nevertheless um, if it wasn't for his pops and their body shop <laughs> with fabrication work in San Diego I don't think he would be one of the top contenders at SEMA because that then again it takes cash and it takes uh Money to be at the big show at SEMA, Uh, you're not going to go in with a car that's half done. Um, So it's, you know, it's it's good for the local car shows, and you can probably get away with. uh, I'm not going to say a half butt car, but uh, you can get away with a lot of things. But at SEMA, you cannot. Uh, SEMA is open to international, and everyone is there from every country, uh, every. I say every industrialized country uh, that are selling cars and auto parts and whatnot, they're there. And they're all shopping and and hoping they can get the best value uh, for their buck. So they meet the manufacturers there. They go back home. And then what they do, uh, i got a call coming in, Joe. And then what they do um, is uh, take it home, get the best prices, and they bring it all to you. So, <coughs> so anyway, um, that's what they do, and at SEMA, it's absolutely off the friggin' chain. And I, I tell you, I I really enjoy it. Um, I tell you what, I have a correspondent on the line. But what I want to do first, what I want to do, I as I talk to him, I want to put. Uh, some visual visualization of what we did at SEMA. There's a couple of bikes that uh, Chris, our, our road warrior, that's in charge of our motorcycle, um, say the motorcycle industry, uh, he had a chance to interview some top bikers. And um, I tell you, the interviews came out real nice, but we couldn't edit it down, so I just had to uh, get some, uh, some J- JPEG files and show it to you. But before I do that, I got to give all this stuff to my engineer and let him go through it. So, Chris, if you're on the line, just stay on the line. Uh, Joe, let's go to a commercial break, and uh, I'll give you the the flash flash drive, and we can get it set up for the Road Warrior. Hey, guys, this is Joe Britt coming to you live and strong from the desert to the sea uh, here at HQ in Redlands, California. And 106.5, 102.3 FM, and that old dog that won't die. 10.50 a.m. We shall be right back. Hold on.
5: Why are you listening to this radio station? Why? When you can host your own radio show. You're listening and you think you can do better? You have a message or a product you want everyone to know about. Host your own radio show. Team up with the area's best radio professionals and let them make you sound like you should be on NBC. KCAA NBC Radio, that is. KCAA produces more than 50 local programs each week on subjects ranging from business and sports to political talk, vegan diets, or even marijuana related issues. We don't just broadcast on the radio, we broadcast to the world. Online, on TV, on social media, on Facebook, you'll be all over. Imagine what your friends will say. And KCAA reaches over 5 million people on three radio stations. Join the staff on 1050 AM, 102.3 FM, and 106.5 FM. NBC Radio. Jump on the KCAA Express. Call 909-793-1065. That's 909-793-1065. And get ready to transmit.
2: Looking for a new place to eat? Delicious food at a great value? The Tri-City Center in Redlands is proud to announce the grand opening of a fine new dining establishment. Terry's Diner, at the former location of the Spunky Steer in Redlands, is officially opening for business this Wednesday, November 14th, from 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. daily with delicious mouth-watering breakfast, lunches, and dinners. Treat yourself to Terry's tasty dessert menu, such as Terry's famous Sundays, banana splits, hot fudge cake, old-fashioned, and Root Beer Floats, Frosties, Cakes, and Pies, too. You'll find weekly lunch and dinner specials, all under $10, including Angus steaks, burgers, Greek salads, pasta seafoods with wine and beer. Terry's brings years of tasty temptations from DJs in San Bernardino and Altaloma. This Wednesday, join a new tradition in Redlands. Stop by at 1350 Industrial Park Avenue between Tennessee and Alabama in the Tri-City Center. Google Terry's Diner Redlands on Yelp or find them Terry's Diner Redlands. Redlands.com. Hey, that sounds like that's my cue to get back on the air
3: and do some serious talking about what we have done in the past couple of of weeks, actually. And let's hope that the, uh, well, I hope, I see that Chris is on the line. Um, So, by the way, uh, before I get to Chris, Chris, you're on the line?
7: I am here. All right
3: j p go t- show that first uh that uh, first anyway folks um w- w- if if you're on the internet or if you're on the uh, if you have a smartphone and and if you have gone to uh k c a a radio uh, dot com you can see our team that went to sema and uh these guys worked their butts off all of them uh, that's me in the middle but nevertheless uh, we had a great, a great time at SEMA. So, Chris, how you been, buddy? Hey, I'm doing good, man. Doing good. You know, uh, it's a beautiful
7: day out. I should be riding, but unfortunately, <laughs> I'm a little ground bound today uh, due to uh, other work obligations. I got you. I get... th- th- things are good,
3: man. So, have you have you gotten kind of rested up from SEMA?
7: Um, you know. Probably not. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I left my roller skates at home, guys. I remember I said I was going to have them drag me around, and that didn't work out very well. Uh, so you know, I had to I had to walk. Well, you know and, something,
3: uh, Chris. You know something. <laughs> I was looking at the the photo, uh, the the photos from the rover that we have. The rover uh, is Seth, and he is our photographer and a yep. vide- and a videographer. And we didn't cover a lot of SEMA, man. Do you know that?
7: We, we well we we covered a lot and we didn't cover a lot. I mean it's just so big. I mean, well, what, what was it? The first two days we didn't even get inside the building. There was so much outside. <laughs> That's right. People, we didn't we did not get inside for two days, over two days, because there was just so much going on just outside. And um, I mean, you could have spent the whole week just outside. We didn't even see everything that was outside.
3: I uh, yeah. So and, and, it was and, it was incredible. You know what? Uh, and there was some great interviews. Uh, that you and I did uh, on the outside that are, are top-notch and uh, we didn't get a chance to edit them down because uh as I was saying earlier, if it's not tight, tight, I'm not going to air it.
7: Right, right, yeah. We got a little, we got a little cleanup to do on that stuff. We had a lot of background noise, on and so forth. So, right, that's, that's totally cool. So, I, I, I imagine you're just throwing up some stills right now. So, <laughs> some people, some people can see my see my mug, which so you, they normally don't get the opportunity to.
3: So you know how we roll, huh, dude? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. You know, I'm,
7: I'm not, I'm not online right now, no. but I know exactly what you probably got, got going on up there. So, okay, but. Okay. Uh, all right. You
3: know, well, go ahead. what I have showing uh, for some of you folks that are that can see on the internet, it's it's an orange bike. Now, this is the bike uh, from Hawaii that you interviewed, named Alan. Remember that guy? Of course, yeah, you remember Alan. All yeah,
7: right. Alan's bike. Yes, 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 folks. So Tell all this,
3: what. all this was done in 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 uh, Honolulu, Hawaii. And um, uh, what fascinated me was the skill level of that bike and the truck that he had it on. What do you think about that,
7: man? Right. Well, you know, usually you've got somebody who is um, extremely talented. Every one of these guys that are there is an artist. Uh, you know, some people use a canvas and a paintbrush. These guys use things that have wheels and engines. And, you know, usually you find somebody who is is uh, top-notch in automotive or motorcycle or – you know, painting, or you know, they, they do painting, or they are they or they're a, a top-notch mechanic, or they got a specialty on on some sort of motorsports. This guy, folks, this guy had it all down, and there's a reason why he was in the very first spot when you walk onto the property, um, coming right off Convention Center Way at the intersection. It dead ends right at this guy's spot. And he had everything he had was incredible, and he did himself. Um, the bike, as you're probably seeing in the picture, is just just phenomenal. Uh, the the whole concept behind it, the build, the detail was crazy. And not only that, but the 48 Ford that he had the thing in the back of was off the hook. It was you know everything about it was was crazy, right down to the. Uh, 500 Cadillac that he engine with stacked superchargers that he had powering this thing to the one man auto load system for the chopper that went in the back of it um, and every detail in between nothing missed this guy was incredible
3: so do you think um, he he was showing off uh, he
7: he sure surely should have been <laughs> because you know if I had that kind of talent I'd I'd wanted the world to know about it and be showing it off too but here's the neat thing about Alan a very humble, very quiet individual. He, you know, he, he lets his, his work do the speaking for him. Uh, so, you know, trying to get words out of the guy at first was kind of hard. But <laughs> once, he started, once he started talking about it, he, you see that he has a passion uh, for it, for every aspect of it, like we do. So and then he can you know, get off the air. But, you know, but the, the guy was, was, was great, very humble man, very nice guy. And incredibly talented.
3: So you know what? Um, for these guys, a lot of guys are uh, they're, they're real versions of being on tape, you know. And oh, yeah. uh, when 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 their red button, when that red light comes on for recording, uh, they clam up, and you pretty much have to do some fishing with them and and, and bring them onto your side like we always do, uh, and then they open up. So, but what I'm gonna do, and what I should have done, uh, is cover up that button, that red button that pops on with some. Well, it
7: doesn't matter. I think think just seeing that lens pointed at you.
0: (laughs) As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming.
4: No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky.
1: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com.
7: Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know, you know you're, you're looking at the backside of your TV set, you know, the side you never see. And um, that, that's intimidating some people. Now, that being said even some of us who have been in front of the camera before tend to stumble and trip. And, uh, we have some footage of that, that hope oh, that, God for sakes, hope it doesn't make the air, but I know you're going to put it on eventually. <laughs> um, you know, um, yeah, I, 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 uh, I tripped and stumbled out of the gate folks and, uh, but you know, we recovered <laughs> and uh and it was a great show, man. It was awesome a uh, lot of lot of fun stuff out there. well,
3: you we'll know what I, I think I forgot about that, man. I'm gonna have to go back now that you said, I'm gonna have to really scrutinize the uh uh the the media that we have uh this this on the camera.
7: Another? In other words, I should have just kept my big mouth shut. Yeah, pretty much.
3: Because <laughs> now I'm really going to look for it now, man. <laughs>
7: Great. Yeah, folks. You know what? It's, it's hard enough looking at the camera if you're not used to it. And then you got this guy. Uh, you know, when I say this guy, I mean Mr. Britt here, on the other side looking over the shoulder of the cameraman, just cracking me up
4: you know, and <laughs> so well, you we know what
7: to, we had to do about four
3: takes on the first uh first one we did <laughs> but i tell you man put the next uh uh photo up uh if you can't have any fun out there while you're working you know i mean w- what the heck you doing it for now the right. picture now now this is the, if you guys are looking this is the first interview that we were we did and um oh, Lord. It, it it was that uh what bike was that oh was that old school bike with the um with the cow uh front of it uh, yeah, the cow yeah this
7: guy this guy had a cool uh, I, I like to call it a cat catcher it looked like a, it looked like an old old steam locomotive uh cow catcher on the front, a little shovel there right off the frame behind the front wheel. now this bike had uh, airbags so it could lower itself all the way down to the ground and literally it was just sitting flat on the ground and then it could raise up and there was also a rider. he had some really neat details on this thing he had a uh Oh it looked like an A10 20 millimeter cannon shell that was the uh, tail light um uh, housing and then he had shotgun shells as the top of the forks and then a the, uh, a springer front end that was using using rubber shock mounts uh instead of a spring so I guess it'd be called a, a i don't know what kind of front you call it, but it was all very customized every single piece of this bike was uh was hand created by the uh by the the builder. And uh, very very cool. It was the first thing I saw when we walked into the building, and said, "We gotta get this one."
3: It kind of reminds you of that old the old rat rods that uh, be-
7: exactly, yeah. exactly a, a rat bike, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, this thing looked like, and it was funny because at a glance, you're seeing the picture here, guys. It looks like something you know, you just grab some sheet metal from a junkyard and just slap it together. But the more you look at it, the more you see the details. Um, it took a lot of work to make it look like that. <laughs> it really did. It looked great once it was all done and together. And the more I looked at that bike, the more I was just like amazed on the vision that this builder had uh, to create that.
3: Yeah, it's weird because um, you know, in 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 the industry that we're in, people getting um, uh, cars and they're they're putting new stuff on it and they're and they're polishing it up and they're chroming or they're blacking. Uh, they're masking off and putting black paint on it uh, to look up to date. This guy with the bike, he put new stuff on it, and he turned it back to old school. He right. just, we just the reverse.
7: Yeah, we saw a lot of uh, trucks and cars that were uh, the older vehicles that were were made to look like they just pulled them out of a barn. That's right. And, uh, and probably did. And I'm not even sure that they... Even um, mimicked the patina, we'll call it, <laughs> right. on these on these uh, vehicles and bikes as much as they might have just looked at it. Kind of gave it a light sanding to clean it up and clear coated it as was, and it and it looks very uh, cool, you know, and uh, and and uh, different for sure. But, but you know it something, fit right in, Chris. You know?
3: As we were walking, going from booth to booth, trying to get to the now, this was this one is when we've. First got to SEMA, well, no, the second day of SEMA, and then we wanted to get to Allen, so we were going through the building, and we just happened right. to catch this guy here. But yeah. um, as we were walking and looking at those cars and trucks, we were saying that and you and I were saying, you know, something. I think the guy just put some clear coat on it and just let it, and and then and some of it wasn't even shiny, so some of it it looked like it just they just dug it up out of a barn in in, in Missouri or right. something and brought it in, you know.
7: Just yeah, except for then when you looked at it a little closer, you realized, oh that's just the the way the outside looks, and then you saw some kind of an incredible motor inside of it, and everything else was detailed, and then you realize wow there's a lot of thought and a lot of build and a lot of time that went into these uh, these creations. Um, it, it was fantastic to see. It wasn't uh, wasn't as simple as we thought it was when we first at a first
3: glance. So put the next one on, Joe. That's what we got. Okay. What's, what is this one here? Oh, okay. This is just a, a car that we, uh, we shot at. I guess a junior must have shot at, meaning our, our Rover. Do the next one, Joe. Okay. All right. So <clears throat> now, Chris, what I'm looking at here, keep it right there. What I'm looking at here was the Hot, was the, the, um, hot Wheels. Remember, we, were, we oh. were passing through the Hot Wheels, had a large display of all this. Most all the cars were duplicated to be Hot Wheels size. And uh, Boy, we had a great yeah. inter- we had a couple of great interviews, uh, in in this lane. That's why we, we hardly, You know what? You're right. We the part, two we days,
2: right? Day. <laughs> day right there right,
7: uh, <laughs> Hot Wheels. You know these, these these cars and stuff are you know some of them were, are are actual Hot Wheels. I remember even having a couple of like the guy with the double engine, right? Um, having some of these as a kid, and then they these guys have made them come to life, and they actually are all very functional vehicles. Um, and some great creation. we saw one in particular that is not a hot wheel but I bet you it will become one that's the medieval car you know what I'm talking about there
3: yeah the crazy one um now he said uh that he started it and I'm still trying to I'm still trying to understand how he did that um the the cabin was a helmet but it was made from um uh, propane tank a propane tank and I'm wondering how big of a propane tank is? What's he talking about? Because an ammo is pretty big.
7: Yeah, this is for the you know the, when the, there's homes like especially if you go up in the mountains you'll see a lot of them uh, that their their energy and their generators uh, are all propane powered. Uh, they're, they're you know their backup generators their their energy uh, is is propane. They don't have gas services like we do down here in the city, so they're pretty big tanks. I mean you know they're they're hundreds and hundreds of gallons uh, propane tanks. And what he did is he set set one on its end, cut it in half, and uh, made a medieval uh, knight's jousting helmet out of it that actually opened up. And that particular vehicle also had air conditioning and power steering. It would have
3: to, <laughs> it would have to. Um, and this is a yeah. creation. I forget he, what he said the, the frame was from. Was it a Cadillac frame or something? What was I, I don't
7: remember. I don't remember what it was. I wouldn't doubt if it was, wasn't uh, something they just fabricated because that was. That's what they were advertising was their ability to fabricate. If you can think it, these guys can make it. Right. And this guy had quite an imagination. So, these, these guys what, are uh, out, of which, New, out of New York. Which Hot Wheels? Uh, which Hot Wheels do you have up there on well, the picture?
3: Well, I have the uh, the line that. Um, oh, I know what that blue one was. It said Hot Wheels on it with the uh, the stackers coming out of the hood. Joe, flip this another one. Let's see what's, what we got.
7: Well, we have, the, we have the blue with the double engine.
3: Oh, okay. So <laughs> yeah. what I'm showing now is that um, the Hot Wheels, that had the, uh, the jet motor on it.
7: Oh, the El Camino with the twin right. turbine jet engine. Right. Right. And he had a hydraulic ram that opened up the tailgate. So he could fire the engines up without burning down his car.
3: Incredible! Um, Incredible! Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, you at, keep at, keep at first glance, at first glance, you said, "Nah, this is this is a, it's a trailer queen." You know, they, they're not doing this. But when you look at all the technology from the front to the back, you go, "Uh-oh, here's a tailgate, but it's it's controlled hydraulically, so he can be in the cabin, put the tailgate down, and just let them rascals, the turbines, just let them fire up and." And he goes right, forward.
7: and you start looking around on the vehicle and underneath it and stuff like that, and you realize that the linkage is all connected. This thing is an actual uh, working uh, vehicle. Um, I, what I did not find was how he stored his fuel uh, on that thing. I think it was actually in tanks right in front of the engine. I'm looking
3: there. at them right now. Each it, there's there, there are tanks on each side of that uh, of, of that engine.
7: Okay, I was just I was just mesmerized by the fact that he had twin turbine jet engines in the bed of an El Camino. That part I just still couldn't get over. And still can't. I was just like, Good Lord!
3: <laughs> you know, I would like to see that rascal run. I would I would love to put that on tape, man. Because well, I, like, uh, I
7: like to see any of those. Right?
3: That's a lot of weight going down. You know, the El Camino is not a light vehicle. You know, we I, I've had well, a couple. Then, it's not light.
7: Right, right. Yeah, and, you know, and again, these aren't, um, you know. Uh, Kind of jet engines that you see, you know, say in, a, in an F4 Phantom or anything like that, but they are, they are, uh, you know, jets nonetheless. And um, it was uh, it was just something to see, not to mention uh, everything else that was in that line.
3: Okay. And the other spot, Joe, listen, another one. Oh, this is that uh, for folks at home, th- this Hotwood has a bubble front end to it. And, um, I, I know I had one of these back in the 60s. Um, I don't know if George Barris put this together or not, the late George Barris, but it's it's on that theme, you know. Uh, Is that the green one? That's the purple one. Purple
7: one. Okay, okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha.
3: It's like the uh, the, the modern version of an El Camino that they did back in the 60s or uh, early 60s with that bubble front end and the, right. en- the engines in the back. Uh, Joe, go to the next one, please. And that's the uh, oh, so you know what that particular uh, truck had a supercharger. You remember that? Had a supercharger uh, that we, was that was transversed in their in the rear end.
7: Right. Yeah. And, and you know, actually, just about everything either had a turbo, a twin, a jet engine. I, I mean, there was a supercharged, you know, like Alan's truck. You know, stack supercharger. That was the only one I saw that had stack supercharging. By the way. I um,
3: yeah, I think there were some more, but we didn't see them, but I, I do... I, well, right, I, what we saw, exactly what we saw, I'm sure, you know, there's <laughs> a lot we didn't no, see. No, Junior took them. Uh, um, oh, okay, okay Seth okay. took them. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. we'll be presenting those uh, on, on our website, which is gotcheracingtv.com or gotcheracing.com, uh, and you can we'll probably, see, no, give us about a, a week or so, and then we'll be putting these up Um Cleaning them up and, and putting them up and uh,
7: if, you, if, if you want, I got some more stuff I need to send to you too that I took um, that you can throw out there if you want. Thank I think, you. I right. think,
3: I think if you have some, so the count must be close to about six hundred to seven hundred photos that we do have. Uh, easily, easily, yeah. yeah. yeah so we have, we have we have a lot to show the people and a lot yeah. to put on our, our, our website. So, uh, as the old folks say, we're we're cooking with gas. Joe, go to the next one, please. Oh this is that young kid uh with that with with the truck that had f- the four wheels in the back that was hydraulic and he was twenty four, twenty five. Okay. It was a truck so, that um, the color was a lime green but it wasn't um, it wasn't completely finished. He just brought it here right. to show
7: yeah. And the fenders the fenders wrapped like three quarters right. around the rear wheels. Right. Yeah, I know what you're talking. Yeah. That was a that was a very cool setup. Um And again, uh, like you're saying, he's still working on it and stuff. But that was that one was a modified Hot Wheel toy car that he had as a kid, and made some modifications to it as a kid, and then he built the real thing from the modified version he had made of an actual Hot Wheel. Yeah,
3: you kind of wonder uh, the thought process is there, and you know, the technology really threw me off. uh, uh, Him being so young. You kind of wonder where the heck are these guys getting all this money from? Man, this you know the money just don't fall from out of out of the sky from Mecca, you know. And it just it it took a lot of money to design that. Even though the cabin was not completely done, but I'm not worried about the cabin. I was looking at the technology behind this. Uh, these guys come Whoa. out, they come out, and uh, they come out to 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 win, and they come out to show what they can do. And I tell you, this young kid, which we, which we do have the interview, uh, we're gonna just have to go through it. And uh give it to the folks maybe next weekend or the weekend out. We have a lot of material.
7: Oh yeah, there's there's no there's no B game to this to this show. I mean you bring your A game or you just don't come at all. And um yeah, it was it, it, it was just incredible. Everywhere you looked was just top notch. Um everything. I don't even I would have hated even be a judge to have to go through any of those things on any category because um for the most part it was all just over the top, and, and even some. Well, here's the thing too: some of it wasn't over the top. It was just clean, great restorations, great-looking vehicles. There's, you know, and every one of them had some little twist to it that uh, that just took it to that a a game level. It was awesome,
3: incredible. You know, <clears throat> I've always said SEMA has eye candy, and it, it has uh, the eye candy um, for females, <laughs> the models. We're all there.
7: <laughs>
0: two
3: oh, wheels, beautiful. four wheels and two legged. That's yeah. right. That's right, man. So for a car enthusiast, this is like a this is like heaven for a week, man. You know? Um uh, we I mean we enjoy you know what? We enjoyed ourselves and we didn't go to any of the industry parties, man. Uh, we're just we're tired. We're yeah, tired. You
7: know, not not to mention the adventures we had just getting there. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, we we don't want to go into that over the air, though. No,
2: no,
7: no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> but it had to be said. <laughs> uh-huh.
3: Okay, I got you. I got you. Uh, Joe, go to the next one. Let's see what we got in there. <laughs> oh, now that, that, okay. So where I am now, Chris, um, I don't know who took this, but it was that um, the car from New York that was. Uh, that we talked about with the with the hit shield coming down.
7: The, oh, the medieval. Yeah, the, yeah medieval the
3: medieval one. Medieval one. Yeah. <laughs> now those
7: guys were out of Long Island, New York, and uh, they're they're a metal manufacturer, and they're basically just showcasing their talent of uh, if you can think of it, they can build it for you. Of course, at a price. Um, but all of the details on that thing, as you know, initially it looks ridiculous, and then you start looking around at it, you go, wow. Uh, I mean, right down to the nuts, bolts, the welds were all just top notch. Uh, that, and there's two nitrous bottles on that, that sat in front of the rear wheels uh, on the outside, if, if you guys were wondering. A video screen inside for a backup camera, and, um, I guess you could say it has power windows because the whole thing tilts open by power.
3: It's it's, it's the craziest vehicle I have ever seen. I've I've seen a lot of them.
7: Yeah, the propane tank one, yeah. Yeah, Yeah.
3: and we were were passing by and we couldn't go any further. And uh, we had to wait till um, the builder uh, showed up. Now, the money man was already there, but he wanted the builder to start talking about it. And then the builder brought in another guy, his partner. And, uh, at first they were kind of, uh, not, they weren't talking as much, but after we were, <clears throat> I could get them to talking, I could not shut them up. And you know what? We yeah, like, burn a roll on those guys a lot. <laughs> <laughs> That interview is 28 minutes, man.
7: Well, I, I, well, yeah, I know I was standing around waiting, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, that was a, that was a very really cool one. Um. You know, I I think one of the neatest details on that has to be the exhaust
3: system. Yeah, the, 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 the snakes, the snake has, and it was yes, uh, yes. It, that was all hand done. You know, uh, beautiful design. Handling, yeah, yeah, beautifully no, that was Great, yeah. great beautiful. uh, folks, you're gonna have to see this on our um, um, gotcha racing uh, tv uh, dot com or gotcha racing dot com, and we'll post these. Uh, and we'll, we'll post them this weekend, so Sunday. Uh, or yeah, Sunday or late Saturday night. No, just go Sunday, uh, because yeah. we're, we're gonna have to go to the track and um, and do what we have to do for the NHRA. So, uh, nevertheless, you'll see this. You'll see what we're talking about. Uh, pretty cool. Pretty cool. Now that that particular truck, <coughs> I swear it. Um, every piece in the truck would tell your hand off. You know, uh, they had n- raw knives, and I, I don't know how he got permission to drive this rascal on the street. I don't know how. Because well, if you run, Chris, if you accidentally ran up and touched it, you're going to walk away with, with uh, some, some punctures in, in your hand or your arm? Oh,
7: oh God, yeah, if, he, if, not, if not just burns. <laughs> well, maybe he got that heats up on that thing. But, uh, you know, I, I'm sure it's not a, what they would consider a daily driver. But technically, it could be because it handled, uh, from what they're saying, you know, you had rack and pinion uh, or power-assisted uh, steering, uh, air conditioning, um, in, in, you know, fully functional, and they, you know, say, they say it's a driver, but, uh, I'd, I'd have a feeling that the, uh, you know, Long Island PD might, uh, you know, question its, um, you know, uh, well, it's got to be loud as heck. Yeah. <laughs> open, yeah. Open headers to the snake mouth. That's right. And, um, you know, so very interesting vehicle, very cool, very well detailed. And if you have anything that you need made, these guys could definitely manufacture it. Uh, I'm
3: looking at the Snakeheads now and I'm wondering, did he uh, have the uh, the flames come out of that? Did he say anything about flames?
7: No, okay. no. But I'll tell you what, since those are uncorked headers, basically, uh, I didn't see any, any muffled, mufflers or, or catalytic conversion or that stuff, I would imagine that... Um, if any raw fluid uh, fuel came through the system, that well then you'd have flames. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah, that's for sure. That's for sure, Joe. Let's go to the next one. See what we got. If that's it. Oh, that's a that's a, another close-up view of that. Okay, go to the next one, Joe. Okay, <clears throat> you remember that bike we saw, that had the uh, it was really really nice, and I, I think it was for batteries they were showing. But anyway, it was the lowrider one with the 36-inch wheel in the front.
7: Uh yeah.
3: Gold, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gold with the maroon stripes. it was off the chain, yep. man.
7: Yep, I got a picture of that one too. And, and and uh yes, I that one was very nicely done. The paint job on that thing was exquisite. Um every detail on that bike was uh was top notch as well. I didn't get a chance to talk to that guy.
3: Yeah. I'm wondering, um <clears throat> bikes like that with that thirty six inch wheel in the front, if um if those were actual uh, riders drivers you know uh, if, if, it's, yeah. if it's just for show and then if so i mean i, I wonder um the stabilization of that that big front tire uh, versus oh it, you know
7: what it is it's yeah, and looking at the uh, you know the rake of that front end as well um i it probably handles quite well you know i would imagine um you know think of uh, riding your 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 ten speed or your mountain bike um you know, you got that higher center of gravity on that front axle. So it probably ab- absorbs the smaller bumps and, and whatnot quite well, I would imagine, mm. if it has, you know. And, uh, and again, that one, I'm sure, has some sort of air system on it to bring it up. Oh, it did, yeah, um, yeah. because It's, know, it's, so, so it's, it's just dragging on the ground. Right it's dragging, right? yeah, so, yeah, right. Yeah. It's sitting so, on the frame, actually. You know, that, that will make the ride probably a little, little rough on it, too. You think Not so? With like, an airbag
3: in there? You think with an airbag... Why would an airbag well, system in the back be a rough ride?
7: Well, okay, it depends upon the weight ratio to the air pressure it takes to bring it off the ground, and the, and the overall weight oh. of that. So the more weight you put in the saddlebags and stuff, of course, the probably smoother it would be. Um, you know, but having that large uh, that large front wheel on there, I would think it would handle just fine. It'd be a little different dynamic. You know, it'd be it would definitely handle different than uh, say my my wing, but. Um, uh, I don't see any problem with actually riding it. I mean, mm. you know, it's not not ridiculously big like those old, um, you know, penny-farthing bicycles that have the
3: eight-foot front wheel on them or anything like that. But oh, uh, listen to that! You, you, you had to go way back then and get that, huh? <laughs> well, you, you know, <laughs> you know,
7: bring up some history, but um, you know, it, but I, I bet you it rides just fine. And um, uh, but I heck, I'd be afraid to take it out of the garage. No you, no, so you, no, you
3: wouldn't. No, you would You put that half helmet on. You you take that big uh, helmet that you have when you drive your uh, your your uh, Goldwing up. Well, well,
7: you gotta crack it open once in a
3: while, I guess what it can do, but I don't know if I make it a daily writer. <laughs> I tried. I tried. I don't know about uh, long distances. I wonder if it can make a, a long haul like from here to Frisco or something or here to Bacons. Oh,
7: family. I'm sure I'm sure it could. I don't know if I could,
3: but I'm sure <laughs> it could. <laughs> yeah, I got you. Uh, go to the next one, Joe. Let's see what we got. Oh, that's just a close up version. Okay, go to the next one. All right. Um what we're looking at now is a 63 impala remember the one that foos did that was it was just clean, clean from the front to the back
7: yes yes and uh, was in that clean. the
3: one that had an oscillated engine yeah uh, where they had, well you don't see the, actually you don't see the engine what's that noise okay actually you don't see the engine uh,
7: all right well that was a look that was also a look guys that uh for those of you listening um that we noticed out there this year at sema um A lot of people are putting uh, cowlings uh, over the motors and cleaning up underneath the hood. So all you're seeing is the air cleaner and maybe a couple of hoses or uh, a couple of chrome pieces here and there. But for the most part, you cannot see to the ground because they have, like, a cover that custom fits around the the engine compartment. Um, I think that's more of a show item. I don't think you could drive with that without it overheating on you. But um, maybe you can. I don't know. But that seemed to be the look. That a lot of people were going for this year out there,
3: but it's, ni- it's, it's, it's <laughs> nice and clean. It's nice and clean, cleanly done. Oh, okay. So, Chris, thank you. Um, we got we're right up at the top of the hour, and I got some things to tell you. Yeah, the folks I, was just, out there. I was just
7: about to say we're probably running running on time here. You know what? Thank you, thank you so much for including me in the, into the family and uh, allowing me to go out and help you guys and and have some fun uh, doing these things. I appreciate yeah,
3: I'm looking you. Looking forward to doing some more of it, man. I appreciate you, man. Have a good day. Talk to you soon. All right, you too. Okay. Bye-bye. So, uh, folks, that was Chris the Road Warrior, and he handles our um, our uh, motorcycle industry. He has a lot of good information. Um, okay, we're back at the crew. All right, so um, we're we're here at HQ, and <clears throat> so this is what I need from you. Uh, folks out there, you know, I need correspondence. I need folks to be where I can place them. If I need you in San Diego, if I need you in the Midwest, uh, we'll ship you the uniform that we have at Gotcha Racing, we'll ship you the mic, and uh, we'll teach you how to interview. Our interview process is a little different. We just don't talk about tires and fast and speed. Uh, we want to get to the personal end of the driver or the team owner. And once you do that, I tell you, and then you can come back around on the tail end and talk about the fabrication work on on the different vehicles. But once you get on the personal level with uh, the driver, uh, they appreciate that. They appreciate you talk about their kids. They appreciate you talk about their family. They because their family are are is uh, a part of uh, their company, and. Um, a lot of people don't do that. They want to know uh, some, what kind of gas you put in. Well, man, we've been in this long enough. We know we they put in high octane gas, right? Let's talk about the family side. And once you do that, it's it <laughs> get to a point where you just you have to tell them, "I have no more time for you," <laughs> in a nice way. But nevertheless, uh, that's how we do it. But I need you folks out there, uh, uh, so because we want to, we're building and we're growing. Um, to serve you better, so I need more people. We can um, with with our team. We can't do it all by ourselves. So you want to get on the team? It's here we are. Grtv.media at gmail.com. Grtv.media at gmail.com. We are growing. We're growing. Um, we've been around a long time, and we're growing. So what I'm going to show you now, we finally got our hats in. Can okay, you guys see that? If you can't, we finally got our hats in with that, oh, uh, the red, white, and blue, the United States with the gotcha raising TV in it. We forgot the hats in. So we are selling these, all right? And we are self-funded. It's not like we got major sponsors, although we have some s- new sponsors coming in the first of the year. Uh, we are raising funds so we could, we're buy, we're, we are buying a building, folks, and with the, with the the ownership of the building, we're putting in our own gotcha racing garage, all right? That's on the bill side if you need stuff to be uh, worked on, okay? And then on the retail side, we'll be selling gotcha stuff, and that could be from shirts, hats, um, speed equipment, shocks, uh, superchargers, turbos, headers, whatever you need to go fast. We'll be selling that. So in order to get that, we're raising funds, all right? We are raising funds. So we have an artist going to come up with uh, some great designs for t-shirts. We have our own t-shirt printing facility, okay? So we are printing our own t-shirts and we'll be selling those. So um, you want to get with us, be a part of the family, wear got your racing stuff, wear got your we are just so happy to bring this to you, our great listeners. Now, if you're interested in that, in <coughs> one of the hats that we do have, uh, they're going for $22.95. And uh it's well worth it. Uh, we're not making that much money on it, but nevertheless, we want to put it out there. Go to grtv.media at gmail.com. We should be loading this up on our website pretty soon, and you can probably just go to PayPal and, and put in your order and um of 2295 and uh let's see our paypal address is bmc1 the number one at usa.com bmc1 at usa.com and then put your order in there and we can go from there hey this is joe Britt. we're so happy to be here happy to get back from sema and we're gonna go do some some more nhra stuff tomorrow and bring all that to you next week Same time, new time, 12 o'clock, same station, 106.5 FM, 102.3 FM, and 1050 AM on your AM dial. This is Joe Britt, Got Your Racing TV, Got Your Racing TV live. Take care of yourself. Hope to hear from you
5: next week. Take (laughs) care.
2: Caa Loma Linda,
0: 1050 AM, 106.5 FM, and now 102.3 FM. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming.